If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, May 2nd. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for Callie's idea two weeks ago to uh, have Ellie had her six or two and a half year doctor appointment. I don't know why I was going to call it six months after two years, <laughs> but she had a doctor's appointment yesterday and her parents were out of town. So they were unable to watch Ellie and normally they watch her on Monday. So a couple of weeks ago, Callie said, why don't we just take an out of office day on Monday and take Ellie to her doctor, go to the zoo, go to lunch and then come home. And we did that. And I'm so grateful for you coming up with that idea. I knew you would love it. And I'm so glad that you did. My name is Callie Dollar and I'm grateful for meerkats. Oh <laughs> my God. Are I, they so cute? They're like in a place in the zoo. That's almost hard to find. They're the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. You got to go past the elephants. You got to go past the elephants. If you ever come to the Atlanta zoo and they're just so cute. Cause they, they look like, well, they look like cats kind of, but they stand on their hind legs. Oh my gosh. I am obsessed with them. If I could have any pet ever and make it a pet, it would be that. I thought you were going to say family time. Well, I was. And then I thought about how cute meerkats were and I'm oh. grateful for my family a lot, but rarely do I get a date with meerkats. Well, what I was going to say, I was going to say family time, but then when you said family time, I was going to say what I said so I could give you credit for the idea. Mm. So I'm also, I got two gratefuls then today. Yeah. Also grateful for family time. And the weather was really good Yeah, yesterday. We got really lucky with the meerkats at the zoo because there was a group of- Well, no, no, no. Let me start by saying this. Okay. Ellie, we were talking about the zoo and we've taken her for her first birthday, her second birthday. So, you know, she knows what a zoo is, but she doesn't know it intimately. And- We said to her in the days leading up to this, like, hey, what are you, what animal are you most excited to see at the zoo? In the, in the past, it's been the elephants, elephants and the, and the giraffes. Yes. And she kept saying dogs. And we were like, buddy, there's no dogs at the zoo. You know, like there's like a giraffe, there's lions, there's a rhino, there's panda bears. Right. And if you just want so to see dogs, like, I would have saved the money on the membership and we would have just gone to the park. Or just looked in our bed because that's right, where Lily hangs two, out. There's two dogs sleeping on the end of our bed. So we get there and I'm not even kidding you. We walk into the front entrance and there is a group of <laughs> guide dogs in training, like 10 of them. And so the first thing she saw at the zoo was a pack of dogs. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. So we spent we spent a week saying there's no dogs at the zoo, there's no dogs at the zoo, there's no dogs at the zoo, and now there are more dogs at the zoo than there are flamingos. One thousand percent front entrance, and so that was Literally, a little hard to explain. A pack of dogs, a pack of dogs, and we said to her after we're like, oh my gosh, Ellie, what animal was your favorite? The dogs, the dogs. So <laughs> they take them to the zoo. We know this because. Um, we're familiar with canine assistance. Mm-hmm. So I don't think this was canine assistance, no. but it was a similar organization. And I saw, I, I think I saw the word vets. Mm-hmm. So I think they're training the dogs to work specifically with veterans. veterans. Um, but 
they bring them into chaotic environments to get them used to remaining focused on whatever their task is. And there is no more chaotic place than a zoo on field trip day. Yeah, there was there were so many field trips and obviously animals and it was beautiful weather. So there were just regular civilians there like us. And those dogs, they did a great job. They did a great job. And you know who loved the dogs more than Ellie? The meerkats. And that was the greatest part. I was going to say the greatest part of my month, but it's only May 2nd. So it was the greatest thing ever because the meerkats were fascinated by the dogs. Yeah. And the dogs were like, you know, sniffing around the meerkats. And at one point the dogs left the viewing window and went around the corner. And one of the meerkats stood on top of a rock and like popped his head up really high so he could see see where the dogs are. He's like, what is this? Yeah. And of course they're the most like tranquil dogs ever. So they're just sniffing and sitting there. They're not, you know, right. Attacking the meerkats or anything, but it was so cute. Oh my gosh. I've been trying to get in touch with someone now for a couple of weeks. And I worked with him at my last radio station. He got another job long before I left and went on to bigger and better things and left. I now need his services. There's something that in, in the works for 1022 projects that is very um, right up his alley that he can help me with software, computer programming wise. And I can't get in touch with him and I need to know when to quit because I'm afraid I'm going to start becoming a stalker. Now he has not responded to your texts. I sent him. Okay. I sent him a text back in 2019 mm-hmm. that he never responded to right when we were launching the show, mm-hmm. probably to ask him some technical question, but I never, he never responded to that. I never responded Like I never followed up. I asked him one question. He never responded. So I kind of forgot it happened. But then when this new project fell in our laps, I said, I know the perfect guy. So I texted him again and he never responded. So I'm like, well, maybe he got, maybe the number he had was a, was affiliated with, with the radio station or something. Yeah. And when he left, he had to give it up. So let me see where else I can find him. So, so we're friends on Facebook so I looked at his page hasn't been active in forever. Mm-hmm. So I dropped that, looked him up on LinkedIn, sent him a connection request on LinkedIn within six hours. He responded to it. Then I followed that up with a message. I've said since sent him two messages. He hasn't responded to either. Uh, I went back to Facebook and sent him a message on Facebook, which I think, can you tell if you, I can't tell if he's read it or not. It says sent doesn't say seen. So Mm -hmm. send a message on Facebook. And then I found his, in LinkedIn, I found a personal email address for him, a a Gmail address. So I sent him a message to that Gmail address from an email address he would be familiar with. And then the Jeff Mm -hmm. at 1022 address, same message. So I've reached out to him five different ways. He has not responded. And he's a super techie internet guy. So I feel like he's ignoring you. But I want it now. I want to know why, why, because we left on, I went to his goodbye party. Yeah. He was at our wedding. He worked at our wedding. Like he, we needed somebody at the last minute to, to run audio for the rehearsal dinner. And he's like, I'll do it. He was a guest at our wedding the following night. Do two, he, ado- two things. he adopted the, one of the puppies. He did. 
at our wedding. Yeah, I think her name was Gracie. Be- no, it was Bella. Where did Gracie come and from? I have no idea. Okay, here are my two suggestions for you. One is that, do you have any mutual radio friends? Because radio is kind of a small world. No, that, okay. no. He is so talented and skilled that he left the radio station I was working at to go work at another radio station. Mm-hmm. And to me, his next step was going to be NASA, Elon Musk. Yeah. Some sort of artificial intelligence. Okay. Here's government here, CIA thing. Here's my second question. Do you think that somebody that does not like you at the station that you left, maybe they had dinner or something and that person said a whole bunch of bad stuff about you. It's possible, but I don't think so because he's no longer in the city. Right. 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 Um, and yeah, I don't think that's likely. Mm-hmm. And even if it was, I just can't imagine. I just don't think he's the type of person to go v- vanish. But Maybe just, he got rid of the dog and doesn't want to tell you because he knows you're going to ask about her. But that's fine. I know, but he doesn't know that. Um, I mean, as long as it, like, I, I, if he did, he would have done it in the most graceful way possible. He didn't drive it to Denhead Street, yeah. push it out of the car, and speed away. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just not the type. I just don't. It's just I'm trying to find the delicate balance between. Hey, are you okay? Yeah. Are we okay? Did I miss something? And okay, well, this guy just doesn't want to be friends with me anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. So weird though. Wait, so at what point do I, when do I, when do I, am I done now? Yeah. I think you're done. Just let it go. Yeah. All right. It's unfortunate because he's, I really like him. And he's so talented. Yes. And I really need his help because he got me. So this idea, when I say, he's the type of person where you can just say, here's what I want the outcome to be. Here's when I would like that outcome to happen. And here's how- He just connects all the wires. Here's how much money, right. Yeah. Here's how much money I have to spend on getting to that outcome. What do you think? And four hours later, he's like, okay, I sketched something out. Yeah. And it's perfect. Yeah. I discovered two amazing things in the past 24 hours. One, I think I have- Come up, not come up with, ordered the best pizza combination of all time. The best what? Pizza combination. Okay. Because Jeff and I went to this place for lunch in an area of town in Atlanta called Grant Park. And they had like build your own pizza, you know, whatever on their menu. And I did my own custom pizza in which I ordered honey ricotta and a hot Italian sausage. And it was phenomenal. It was amazing. I think something with the spicy and then the sweetness of honey ricotta. Uh Oh my gosh. It was amazing. And I'm going to be thinking about that for days. I am just so impressed that you got pizza that wasn't cheese. I know, but I just couldn't because they had so many interesting toppings. And then I, if there is whipped or honey ricotta or something like that on the menu, like I will eat it. It's so good. They have it at a restaurant by our house too. They have this whipped honey ricotta appetizer thing. Oh my gosh. It's so good. So if you ever get the opportunity to make or order that, oh my gosh, do it, do it. Honey ricotta is life. Number two, I discovered we have Roku, which is like one of the 
I don't know the what do they call it? Like a stick that you stick in your TV. I don't know. Does everybody it's know a, Roku stream, right now? It's a streaming service. Yeah, a streaming service. So we have Roku, and um, I did not realize, and I always kind of see it because it has a dashboard when you turn on your TV, and you can pick the like it'll have like Discovery Plus, HBO Max. Like it has all the options of you know Actually, what you can I, pay for. I think it's a streaming platform, but I think it's it's more of a because once you once you use the Roku, you from the Roku device, you're also subscribing to Netflix or Disney Plus or whatever. So it's like the portal to it's get the portal. you to the streaming services. And they also have a streaming service of their own, which is what you're talking about, the Roku network or whatever. Yeah, but it's free. And okay. I did not know this. I mean, you buy the stick, you put it in your thing. The stick is like 10, 15 bucks or something like that. I don't know. It's inexpensive. And you get their services, right? Well, I'm like, I wonder what's on the My Roku channel. And I was like looking on that. And then I was like, you know what? I really want to watch Dateline. So I go into the search bar and I search for Dateline. They have a 24-7 Dateline channel for free on Roku. That's awesome. It's awesome for a myriad of reasons. Well, actually, One, I would, I'm going to retract my awesome, and I'll tell you why in just a second. Because I watched four episodes in a row yesterday? Because for the past two nights, I have gone to bed without you, and the next morning when I say, what time did you go to bed, you respond with, oh, I'm really not sure, which I know is a lie, but I'm not pressing you on it. Mm -hmm. I just know that means it was after 1 a.m. I would just like to avoid the judgment. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. I mean, sometimes, you know, just... I don't care. I mean, you do, you do you. Yeah. But just know that the judgment will come the next day when you do the, you know what? I think I need to grab a little nap. But I haven't the past two days. I know because you know that I know. And I know that you're going to judge me and I don't right. want to deal with it. So right. no nap, Callie, it is. But I turn on the Dateline 24-7 channel. It's amazing. And here's the beef. And Dateline lovers will get me on this, I think. I think the at least on the TV service that we have, the Dateline episodes, either I've seen them all, the ones that are on demand, or they don't list them fast enough. And it's just, they're just not current or they're repetitive or I've seen them or they're old or whatever. Like Dateline, for whatever reason, just does not have a very current lineup. So the 24-7 Dateline channel was not disappointed, really excited about it. If you have Roku, that is there for free. You are welcome. This is like the best discovery in the past 10 years. Do you know if your parents told you any lies as a kid when you were growing up? I feel like we may have brought I'm this up. I'm sure they did. The one that comes to mind for me is uh, the wife of an old coworker um, fell for the... Oh, they put those signs up to tell the deer where to cross the road. I don't think they ever did anything like that. There and were a couple and I things. I think she was in college when she, by the way, realized that was not true. My parents always told me that you're not supposed to have the air conditioning on with the windows down in the car, which I don't really know why. But when I turned 16 and I started driving without my parents, I remember I would always like have the heat on and like the windows down or yeah. something like that just because I could. And I don't know why they told me not to do that. Because why? What does it matter? I don't know. Is it waste of gas? I don't know. It can't waste like a full tank, though. What about your parents? I don't think so, which means either A, I'm still believing it, or <laughs> B, I just figured it out at an early age. Because mm -hmm. I was very bright. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it's where Ellie gets her genius from. I am asking because it was a thread on the front page of Reddit and I highlighted some of my favorites. I love Reddit. Go for it. I was an only child and my mom told me that chocolate was just for women. She would say this <laughs> while eating all of my Easter and Halloween candy and I believed it for far too long. Obviously a boy yeah. wrote that. Mm-hmm. Uh, our family was poor and we lived in a house where the ceiling plaster had bowed down so much or bowed down so much that it it curved downward, was sagging into the ceiling or into the room. My dad told me that there was a World War II bomb buried in the ceiling. Oh, my gosh. Um, my parents told me that in order to have a children's party, you needed to apply for a license. And that's why we never had a party when I was growing up. Oh, my gosh. Because... You had to go to the post office, and there were only a certain amount of licenses available for that area. And every time my parents went, they were all used up. I just thought of one that my grandpa told me that still haunts me as an adult. He told me that if you pee in a pool, a purple ring will develop around you so everyone will know it was you. He had a pool, and he would tell me that all the time. And I'm not going to lie to you. I still believe it a little bit. When I was five or six, my mother, in order to get me to stop messing with the buttons in her car— told me that the hazard light button actually would blow up the car, which is why it was red. <laughs> I was terrified of it until I was about 13, and then I realized how ridiculous that was. Uh, when I was five years old, my father casually told me that the chicken nuggets at McDonald's were actually cat paws. Oh, my God. I believed it without questioning, and nuggets were, of course, a no-go for me for f- so long. Later, I found out it was just a joke that he doesn't even remember telling uh, my dad got sick of me having to listen to the shows I watched as a child, so he told me that Power Rangers and Barney died in the car crash with Princess Diana. <gasps> so I couldn't That's watch. horrible. So I couldn't watch them anymore. I didn't actually question it until I was quite old. Oh, my gosh. And my dad told me that when- Why are the, these all dads? The first one was mom. I know. The chocolate. Overwhelmingly, they're dads. My dad told me that when the ice cream truck was playing music, it actually meant that it was out of ice cream and it was speeding back to the I've heard that one before. dairy to get more ice cream. And I believe that until just about five years ago. Last summer, I caught up with a cousin that I hadn't seen in so long. She was on my mom's side of the family. She's my mom's sister's daughter. And we started having conversations about our grandmother. And there were so many things that she knew because she lived nearby that I didn't know. And I thought this is such a perfect testimonial for StoryWorth. Imagine if my grandmother was still alive and I signed her up for StoryWorth, she would have gotten an email every single week that would have asked her a question about her upbringing, about her perspectives on life, her thoughts on raising children, her hopes, dreams, and fears. And all of this would have been combined bind into a book that I would have had and I would have been able to give it to other members of the family. Then I would have stories just like my cousin Dina had simply because she had them because she lived in the same town as my grandmother. I just didn't see her as often. If you are not living nearby one of your relatives, a grandma, an aunt, a mom, consider for Mother's Day a StoryWorth subscription. You can save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash upside, S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H.com slash upside to save $10 and get a StoryWorth comp- compilation 
collection of your loved one's stories, including photos and a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. Storyworth.com slash upside. Right now, you can save 10% off the full suite of Caraway products from their internet-famous cookware to their newly launched food storage set. Caraway knows all about keeping a kitchen organized. First of all, their stuff is beautiful. It comes in beautiful colors. Second of all, it's safe. Their ceramic-coated kitchenware is free of things like Teflon, lead, cadmium, other toxic materials, and you don't really need much oil or butter to get your eggs to slide right off the pan. But know this, they are also all about making it easy to store cookware and storage supplies in your kitchen. They know how easily those cabinets next to the stove can become cluttered and disorganized. That's why Caraway keeps it simple. It's non-toxic, it's easy cooking, it's well-loved, and it's what we have in our house. I would love it if you checked out Caraway for your home and then told us what colors you chose to elevate your kitchen. Save 10% right now by going to carawayhome.com slash upside10 to take advantage of a limited time offer to save 10% off your next purchase. Caraway Home, C-A-R-A-W-A-Y-H-O-M-E.com slash upside10 or use upside10, that's upside10 at checkout to save 10% from Caraway. There is apparently an app on your phone that with that you register fill out your information if you witness a car without proper placards using a handicapped parking spot you take pictures tells you exactly what pictures to take front you know front license front back yeah. and then you know something showing that it's a handicapped spot and submit it to the app they will in turn submit it to the municipality where the infraction took place. Mm-hmm. And if the municipality allows ticketing based on photo evidence, that person will get a ticket in the mail. Interesting. The problem is I saw this on the, I, it was an Instagram message and I saw it while I was on the go mm-hmm. and I should have immediately gone and downloaded the app and I didn't. So I need whoever sent that to me to send it again. Because it will be based on the voicemails and messages that I get every time I talk yeah. about the people using the, the wheelchair parking spaces without yes. having a need for, mm-hmm. you know, being close to the entrance. Uh, I, we would have an army of people yeah. did, did doing that. So if you're the one who sent me that or if you're familiar with it, please send it again. And I promise I will download it immediately before... Um, Losing it forever in my Instagram messages. All right. Speaking of Starbucks, here are your three random things. Number one, supposedly, if you ask for no ice in your Starbucks cup starting next week, they will charge you an extra dollar. Because you're getting more drink and less ice? Apparently. Interesting. Not sure if it's a rumor or not, but uh, Starbucks baristas are taking to TikTok to talk about this new rule coming into effect May night. You could just get what I get, which doesn't come with ice ever. And it's like filled to the brim. Yeah. It is. I get a tall nitro cold brew with sweet, wait, nitro sweet cream vanilla cold brew. But it's not cold. It's just room to, it's tap water. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. That it's not cold, but I'm used to it now. 
It's gross. Your second random thing for today is there is an island in Scotland. It has 40 people and the shopkeeper is retiring. So the job is open. There's a job posting um, for that person. You could be the island's new shopkeeper um, and hundreds of, I, they think they're going to get hundreds of applications for this. I was looking it up. It is super beautiful and really amazing. Um, and if you're a family, maybe you could go there because they have a school. Um, you could also run it as a 40, bar. 40 people. Yeah. How do they have a school? I don't know. I don't so, know. Well, it's got to be a one-room schoolhouse with eight kids in it. Oh, I'm sure. Um, and then it comes with a two-bedroom house nearby, and you can um, be turned into a pub. It's also the pharmacy, and it's also the post office, um, and there's no competition because there's nowhere else to buy anything. You know who 100% would take that job tomorrow? Who? Sadie. Oh my God. Sadie, that is Sadie's dream job. She is applying on behalf of our family. She is. She's like, Hey, by, by the way, you guys, we're going to Scotland. And your third random thing is if you eat a huge dinner the night before, you'll be dragging the next day. A physician from Better Now MD shares that eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, and supper like a pauper is actually based in biology. Cells metabolize food differently based on the time of day. So the same meal at 7 a.m. versus 6 p.m. will affect our body's ability to use it for energy. So uh, don't don't have big, huge, giant dinners, which I think we tr we did that once. Remember back when we were trying to figure out what our best schedule was? We just eliminated dinner. I don't remember if it had an effect on our energy or not. I don't remember that either. We were doing that a couple weeks ago, though. Like, well, no, we weren't having a. We've eliminated our big, for whatever reason, dinner to me always needed to be a protein a salad a veg. and a veggie, you know, yeah. it just had to be a thing. And now we're just like, Hey, let's throw some chicken breast on the grill and that's it. And yeah. if we have some leftover rice, we heat it up. If we don't, you just have chicken and it's good and it works. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside. Upside. With Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I've been sick more in the past year, in the past eight months since Ellie went to school than I have in the 10 years prior combined. I have bad news for you, and I think it is that we are going to be sick probably for the next five years. You're not as sick as I am. I thought- That's because I am genetically blessed. You are, you do, <laughs> you do have good genes. I, on the other hand, don't have genes as good as I thought I did. Because if Ellie, it's, I, I just get it. You know, it's the same exact symptom she has. So three days ago, she had 48 hours of a runny nose and a tiny cough. And now I have a runny nose and a tiny cough. And it'll be the same, it'll be gone. I think you are just not as nimble as I am because when she looks like she's going to sneeze, I move out of the way and you finish your sentence and nine times out of 10, she will sneeze right in your mouth. Yeah, or my eye. So you just got to work on your, you got to train. Yeah, maybe that's it. Duck, cover. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Erin from Akron, Georgia. Your new show closed for May. Is that Michael J. Fox? I think he just had an interview, kind of sounded familiar. Oh, I hope it is. I love him so much. I pray for him every day. 
Um, thank you. I loved it. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. I've been catching up on a whole bunch of episodes. And so was calling to say thank you so much on your crusade for wheelchair rights. I have my parents and my sister have used wheelchairs throughout their lives. I can't tell you how difficult it is when somebody, an able-bodied person is taking up a spot and we have a, a van with a ramp and you have to have enough space. So I really appreciate what you're doing there. And, you know, same goes for, you know, bathroom spots designated for wheelchair folks. You know, if you're in the bathroom and there's another open stall, take that one instead of taking up the wheelchair spot. Um, also wanted to tell y'all, you've messed me with my head with a bag salad. Went to the grocery store yesterday and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so easy. It's chopped up, but I don't want to get, oh, wait a minute. Is it salmonella or citronella? Salmonella? Okay. Yeah. Nobody wants a salmonella candle, but nonetheless, you've messed with my head. I can't bag, I get the bag salad anymore. And then finally, y'all were talking about excuses for work. I have this girl on my team that has had every ailment known to man, every flat tire, every muscle sprained, pink eye, hemorrhoids. Yes, hemorrhoids. What do you do when someone calls and says, I have this issue? And one time she sent a picture of something really gross. I Googled it and found the same picture online. So she had sent me a stock picture of her quote unquote thickness. But anyway, all right, that's enough ramble. The April uh, review from my perspective. Thank you for everything you do. Love y'all. Bye. You guys just made me so hungry for crappy mall food. Um, Auntie Anne's pretzel hot dog. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. It's a delicious, juicy hot dog wrapped in a delicious, uh, beautiful pretzel. And... It just sounds so good right now, but I just don't want to bellyache for the next four days. I just wanted to say I really appreciate Jessica's against people parking in handicapped spots. I just had a knee replaced, and I go to the grocery store only when I absolutely have to, and I ride the little cart around, and people don't understand that you are seriously impeding people's lives who just cannot walk far. The first few weeks, just walking from a handicapped spot to the little motorized carts was all I could muster. And there were many days I went to the grocery store and trolled the lot waiting for a spot. Nothing opened up. And I had to leave without any groceries. So, um, you know, just keep things like that in mind, folks. Thanks. Bye. But I have a certain set of skills that allow me to deal with this stuff. And then I realized, with gratitude... Optimism is sustainable. If you can find something to be grateful for, then you find something to look forward to, and you carry on.